This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good evening. This is Love Sport Radio with your Brentford fan show uh, coming to you with uh, the care of uh, B Sotter. Joining me this uh, this evening, we've got Billy the Bee. Hello, Aaron. How are you? I'm all right. How good to see you. Dave Lane's in the building as well. Hello. He's been good and tag. Oh, yeah. He's, he's been to Berlin today. And uh, Jerry the Cabby. Where you been today? Uh, nowhere, really. Very oh. slow day. So, slow day? Yeah. Uh, Not just, you know. Nowhere interesting. Nowhere been south of the river. Uh, just now this is it first time across <laughs> since I left home Terry the Cavi is in the building tonight as well this is your Brentford show on Love Sport Radio plenty to talk about tonight looking uh, back at the uh, Bristol City game talking new manager as well of course Thomas Frank uh, or Franks if you like is it Thomas Frank? Frank? No, Frank. Frank. no Frank yeah, it's Thomas Frank. Frank sorry sorry should be Frank yeah, no, apostrophe yes, I loved it, you, you really you got me questioning oh, my own, yeah. oh, my own so you got, uh, Thomas yeah. Frank uh, of course having his uh, his first game. We're talking uh, about Leeds as well and, and the uh, the referee Mr. Robert Jones involved. After the break we talked to uh, Ben uh, the Preston North End fan and yeah um, about the sky red button. There's been a lot of debate about the sky red button and what it's doing to attendances but first Billy B let's talk Bristol City. Bristol City. I'll tell you something it was like a punch in the guts on Saturday actually. Um it was like after the Lord Mayor show, really. I mean, you know, obviously, Dean Smith had gone to Aston Villa, which we won't talk about that anymore. Um, we're going to talk about Thomas Frank, who's a new manager who's come in. And unfortunately, things didn't quite go according to plan. Uh, there's various different conversations that have been going around as to why it didn't happen, why it did happen. Brentford are unlucky. They didn't take their chances. Um, there's, they talk about the sending off. We talk about the referee. You know, there's so many different things that are going on about, um, you know, why we again haven't won our I think it's sixth or sixth league game in a row and seventh game in a row in fact so we haven't won a, a game in seven um, but the fact is I think that there's black and white that where we were 
a month, month and a half ago at the beginning of the season, we're completely different to where we are then. Not a different team, but we're playing differently whether or not it's the opposition are not letting us play, whether or not there's certain players that are not playing right. And I think these are the things that we're going to discuss today, but it's undoubted that Brentford aren't at the moment as firing on all cylinders as they were at the beginning of the season. Not quite. It's, it's been a bit of a sluggish October, if you like, for our Brentford. Maybe it's at the change of the season. Well, you, can, you can see, can't you? you one look at the league table now, it just shows you like how you know other clubs on a, on a you know two or three win sequence and it everything's really congested you know I think the thing that's obviously the saving grace is even though we haven't won for a while uh, the, the league's wide open we're not we haven't lost in, a, in another year I think there'll be like three or four clubs that will just be roaring away and we'll be like 12 points behind already so it's not like we're you know they're at anyone's outside we can sort of bring it back round but we you know as Billy touched upon it's, it's a real mixture of certain players players that we rely on um, to be special um, have ceased to be that and uh, the other, other teams seem to have fathomed this out Jerry how, how open has this league been mate how open is the championship and, and has it somewhat been favourable to Brentford I think it's, it's really open um, if you think where Birmingham City were you know four games ago they're now what a point behind us well, they're QPR above us so it's it just shows you just three four wins you go up or you you know you start dropping down in positions but equally you know top six still so attainable we just need to put a, a string of results we need to get your away win your elusive away win I think has to be done in the next two That's games absolutely not helped us at and all, then it? you know start from there start going from there but you know the two boys alluded to we've got two or three players that just aren't hitting the straps the way they were in the first sort of five six games who, who, who are you picking out Bill? Um, well like I say Ollie Watkins great player good player he's, you know and the thing about it is that he's a great player he's a good player um, he hit the post on Saturday so if he'd the post and gone back on the net yes it would have been a goal and he's, he's got his moments where he does some really fantastic things but the thing about it like I said to you and this is the I think this is the difficulty with Brentford because then you make excuses because they are young we've got a really 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 young side so they're always learning they're always learning and you know they're going to get better so I think that when we get into a little bit of a slump um, it's probably harder for us to pull ourselves out of that slump unless if you had a couple of more experienced players in the side who could probably help the younger players to pull them up and we saw that and a major major issue when we used to go on those 20 game runs without a win or one win in 20 games that Dean Smith used to go on a couple of years back we had players in the side like John Swift and that and you know you know, the fans were giving them dogs abuse like you know saying oh you're terrible but you know the, you know, the management came back and said these are young players they're learning they're not going to learn anything you know by everyone being on their back you just have to give them time and you sort of realise that, you know, we've got the bonus that we've got a side which is a really great up-and-coming side with young players, but we have to be patient and that sometimes when it doesn't go right, we have to kind of, you know, sit and just bide our time because they, they, they're developing. But it's frustrating as a fan because you want to go there and you want to win every week. And also the other thing that's frustrating is that you know what good a side you are and you sit down there and, you know, when we played Stoke City at the beginning of the season, we, you know, we smashed them off the park and, and all these teams, we, were, we, were, we were really were playing them off the park, but we were also very good. We just needed that final goal and uh, you know it's just frustrating to see us take back a little bit yeah no, it really is frustrating we had a, had a 
a really excellent start to the season and I'm not saying the fans got carried away but you could see that we weren't a million miles away from where we needed to be and it's just you know annoying that we've not been able to grab that first away win and we, we need to get back to where we were. Yeah, Sean Williams has grabbed an equaliser for Millwall at home to Wigan. Uh, you play Millwall in what is it, two, three games time, games against Preston and Norwich away and then two big London derbies. You're going to want to sort yourself out before then, aren't you? Yeah, but the thing about it is that on the flip side of it, we are a good side and at the end of the day, you put the ball in the back of the net and, and it makes a difference. Like I said to you, a couple of chances on Saturday, Malpe had a really good chance, should have put it in the back of the net. Like I said, Watkins hit the post. You know, there was a couple of chances. Okay, Bristol City also had some good chances and, you know, uh, it, 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 I think, it's, like I said, it's a difficult one for us. But for, for us, yes, we've got Millwall coming up. Millwall haven't had the best start to the season, but you know what Millwall are like. You know, they press, they press, they press and, you know, they may, you know, they... <laughs> play against us and, and they may go ugly and, and we might find it difficult we've got Preston North End we're going to talk about that after half past nine we've got Ben coming on we're going to talk about Preston North End but they've let in 25 goals if there's any team that we should be scoring against once or twice it should be Preston North End because they're leaking goals like it's gone out of fashion Cheers. you know you know what's going to happen now don't yeah you? <laughs> I know I mean, I'm jinxing it I'm jinxing it but I'm just saying to you this is technically what should happen and and it gets to the stage where if we're looking to get a top two place or at the moment now if you looked at experimental 361 they're looking at us more likely to be you know hit a playoff place than a top two place because they have to go on a, top, a run at the moment now so it's you know a playoff place we need to be getting results and games like this and you know stop making excuses saying oh that's been we were unlucky we hit the post we, we can't be going through that anymore we actually need to be getting results so this Preston game is very very important yeah it certainly is on the back of this we're going to be hearing from uh, Bristol City and Brentford fans uh, from Saturday's uh, well after Saturday's uh, loss if you like to Bristol City uh, we'd love to hear from you this evening it's our Love Sport Radio on Twitter we'll be back with some scores next as well and of course further discussion from that defeat uh, in Bristol the Fans Show with 7bestbets.com. Fancy a flutter? 7bestbets.com. Love Sports official bookmaker. Love Sports. Love Sports. I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. Ian Stone's Comedy Breakfast on Love Sport. If you look at Man City at the moment, that the tea lady is on side, yeah. that, that Guardiola goes up and says, how's, right. your, how's your tea making? Yep. And she goes, I'm pumped, Pep, I'm pumped. <laughs> two sugars, and he goes, yes, yeah. two sugars. And he's, now listen, if you want to make the tea this way, and he'll tell her, and she'll be he'll up. get the whiteboard up with the little yeah. bits on yeah. it and move yeah. them about. The yeah. milk's here, yeah. uh, the tea bags are there, the cups are there. <laughs> Weekdays from 6.30am. This is Love Sport. The Fans Show with 7bestbets.com. From casinos to horses, we've got it covered. 7bestbets.com. Love Sport's official betting partner. I thought I thought we just about edged it. The, the sending off probably helped us quite a lot. Um, but I was really nervous. I was worried about this game. We don't do well at, at Griffin Park and we don't do well after international breaks as well. So to get a result here, yeah, I'm absolutely buzzing. I certainly didn't think we deserved to lose it. I'm not sure we did enough to win it, really. I thought in the first half, lacked a lot of urgency, uh, strolling around in the sunshine, uh, but clearly the better team. And, of course, the uh, sending off changed things. We still hit the post. More play had a chance. 
and of course we conceded our traditional goal in the final minutes of the game so all in all very disappointing but uh, on to the next one two away wins in a row and we'll be right back up there I just felt that we kind of missed uh, missed an opportunity today to, to sort of say well you know we carry on regardless of what's happened after the uh, Dean Smith leaving for Villa in fairness to Bristol City they, they came and they, they did stop us from playing out from the back um, and they were quite good at closing us down and they, they're quite quick on the counter attack so in fairness to Bristol City um, they, they're a lot better than last year even though they seem to have lost quite a few players um, having said that I understand they had a young goalkeeper in goal today who actually played really well so fair play to him but we didn't kind of uh, exploit we're not kind of ruthless enough on the pitch unfortunately slightly disappointed with that game I thought we had uh, chances to score when we had 11 men on the pitch our disciplinary record really does need looking at um, we've picked up another five yellow cards today possibly you know not due for another fine probably and if you lose if you get out to 10 men more than likely you're going to lose the game and um, we probably didn't deserve to win I thought you know let's not argue about referees so that's pointless I don't, don't want to go down the Leeds United route I'm like you I'm a bit deflated I'm a bit flat I didn't see any spark really from the team I thought new manager new head coach bounce you know there might be something of that didn't seem to develop as I said I'm worried about discipline record I'm also to be honest worried about the way Canos and Watkins have been playing recently um, they seem to have gone off the boil and we're missing the spark that they bring into the team so uh, we got what we deserved today but roll on Preston uh, you know and, and Norwich and hopefully we might be able to do better away from home for those that, that don't know we won four on, on the bounce and then we sort of played some terrible games where we lost to Sheffield Wednesday and City fans were bemoaning Lee Johnson questioning if you know if he is good enough for the championship and uh, and this is a great result I think that even 11 v 11 I thought that Bristol City would get a goal I thought Brentford might get a goal as well but I had hope that we could somehow sort of nick it and as soon as it went to 10 men I thought here we go you know our wingers could sort of get into the game Nicholas Eliasson who's quite an erratic young player he cut inside a few times and here over the bar and he, he came up first league goal for Bristol City and I've got to say you know I, I think Griffin Park will be up is, is up there for sort of away uh, away fan match experiences I know the ground itself is you know it's not particularly modern it's not particularly amazing it's very hard to get food you don't sell beer but there's a lot of pubs nearby we're in the Globe shout out to the Globe if for some reason their manager is listening which I doubt he is um, it's a really good pub and there's something about a terraced away end you realise just how amazing it is to stand in an away end close to your friends you're not sat down you're not sort of penned in you're a little allotted uh, half a square metre two or three players that just aren't performing I'd, I'd say that Watkins has fallen away I'd, I'd say that um, Canos has fallen away I'd say Morpay's not getting the service um, you know we need to sort this out you know the first four or five weeks of the season those players that we were raving about were the ones that made us stand out they've stopped standing out and we've we've become normal and that's you know at the moment unless unless Watkins and Canos step up 
you know, and, and this is why that does my head in. This is, this is why I, I bang on about Chidozi Egbonne for, you know, why he went to, to Exeter. He was, he's a random player. I'm not saying he's the answer, but he, he's the one that we can bring him off the bench and do something unpredictable. And we, we can't do that. And now he's injured, um, so he, he's not going to be him either. I, I, Bristol City, in the end, probably deserved it. And uh, I, didn't, I didn't think that in the first half. I thought in the first half, they had nothing to contribute. In the second half, they deserved to win it, probably. Yeah, Norwich have gone 2-1 up at home to Aston Villa. We're going to have a full uh, round-up of, of, of scores is, and is that John, plenty of goals. Is that John Terry's Aston Villa? Terry's Aston Villa that's the, that's the good question. I mean, I mean, our producer Paddy outside uh, literally just buzzed into my go. Norwich 2, Aston Villa 1. What do the boys think? Well, I don't know. We're still working out if it's Dean Smith's Aston Villa, if it's John Terry's Aston Villa, if it's a joint thing. Or Director of Football's Aston Villa. Don't forget him as well, the new one. Yeah, we've never heard of him. You know, so but anyway, listen, we we, we shall talk, talk about that in ninety minutes. Yeah, we will we'll we'll, we'll let's talk, do it. maybe talk about that a little bit later. But let's talk about what we're we gonna talk about. We're gonna talk pop about music. talk about pop music. No, we're gonna talk about how important tomorrow night is really. You know, we've come we've come out of we've come out of uh, some really we, yeah, we've come out of like some some really sort of dull um, results, and we've dropped points all over the place. So we have to, we have to now, you know, get on with getting getting on back on the bike. You know, it's it's, it's imperative. We, we haven't won away all season, which isn't it's just not good enough. You know, we we go away to play, play places like Stoke, um, and, we, and we've put in a performance. We've we've we put in performances at Ipswich Town. We've got nothing out. You know, we've got points, and they're just it's not it's not enough I mean Saturday uh, Thomas Frank's first game was there much change do you think I mean I know there's as much talk about the, the constant flow and there's going to be seamless and all that lot was there much change none it was just the same because if you listen to uh, any of the interviews that the players are giving it's Thomas Frank was taking most training sessions you know Dean Smith was out there but essentially it was Frank doing all the, the talking and the, the drills and everything else so in reality there's not going to be too much change but there was okay there was one big change with Bentley on goal you know Dean Smith obviously he picks the team so he you know joint decision was Dean Smith who's the final man he said Bentley you're not playing because for whatever reason Thomas Frank made a decision to put Bentley back in goal but if I was picking a team, I would have picked Bentley. Um, I think when he dropped him for the Leeds game, uh, he needed to be dropped because, you know, you can't keep making mistakes. And I think pulling him out was the right thing, giving him a break. He had the window as well to get his head straight. You know, it could well have been, you know, the human beings, after all, could be something away from football that was mm-hmm. affecting him. Um, brings him back in because... You know, we all know Bentley's the better goalkeeper. So, but did you see anything different on Saturday? You know, as opposed to seeing a, a Dean Smith lineup, did you see any anything different in terms of the style, in terms of the way they played? You know, the way they maybe transition play from defence to attack. Do we see anything different at all? Not noticeably, no. Like no. It, it was, it was. You know, let's let's be honest. It, it wasn't an awful performance. We haven't. I don't think we put in. We might have put in one really bad performance all season, but you know, it, it wasn't terrible. So we're not. We haven't gone from a, a really good team to a really bad one. So that's 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 important to to recognise. And the thing is, we can sort of worry about stuff, but you've only got to go back one game to Leeds to see a performance, um, and that's what sort of Thomas Frank talked about as well. 
I think you might you may see change. I think when he, he brings in whoever he brings in to work alongside him, they're yeah. looking for two coaches, aren't they? So whether that's a Lars Fries who's already at the club, I don't think Kevin O'Connor will come up because it would have been the way now. So we'll, when the two new coaches come in, then I think that's what kind of compounded it. Really, was as you say, go back one performance, leads away. We we could take some real plus points from that, and then obviously you you would hope that the after the international break you get a, a new manager bounce, and that was that that seemed to be the obvious game where the players actually upped it, got behind the new manager, and you know whether there was any kind of um, rumours and any anything that was unsettled in them in the background you know they were probably aware that Smith was thinking of it you know Aston Villa um, they would have picked up on it so maybe that, that that could have had an impact in the last couple of games I don't think it probably did but you know it when 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 it's someone's first game and he's the new head coach, you kind of expect another few percent. We didn't really get that. We got a kind of more of the same that we've been playing at home, com- combined with the you know the visitors kind of you know sussing us out a little bit. Um. I'm almost laughing here because we, we've had some proper jokes over the last couple of weeks. Um, the Leeds United fans, who I have to say, it is two and a half weeks, is it two and a half weeks? And they're still going on about that match that we played against them on that Saturday and the referee. We Corruption. We, we saw another one, the, 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 the Football League's corrupt. It was a massive <laughs> Facebook post and they just keep going on about it. And the fact that uh, Pontus Janssen actually got a one-match ban for, uh, for, for whatever he said on Sky Sports about the referee. And they're literally, it's just sent them off again now obviously what's happened is obviously we had a we, we had a slightly um, ineffectual probably not even effectual rubbish I think the word is referee on Saturday um, what's his name is Jonesy whatever his name is Steve jo- Jones Jonesy yeah, yeah Jonesy right. <laughs> he was pretty pretty terrible ref and uh, he got a lot of abuse from the fans during the game because he was just so bad um and so we're almost saying that the Leeds fans might have sent this referee down to us as, you know, <laughs> as justice. But uh, the question I've got to ask is, uh, did the referee change the game or is that too easy an excuse? Yeah, it is too easy an excuse and I really don't, I, I don't like it. But it did affect the game. It I mean, look, we, you've got to talk about the two missed chances, Watkins and Morpai first. Mm-hmm. But then once you get beyond that, when he sent Mepham off... It, it changed the game because immediately like, you could see the difference in their body language the Bristol City players suddenly they thought whoa hold on we've got a chance here and it's the first game this season I've seen where an opposition player being substituted has jogged off the pitch rather than the slow cumbersome walk they were legged because they knew they had something to yeah, something get to play from the for, game definitely uh, right okay Wickham have grabbed a, a third against Rochdale's Fred on the Dimon loan from Millwall, who's grabbed that goal. Gavin White has equalised for Oxford at Charlton Athletic. We're going to do a full scores roundup. We're still going to be talking uh, Bristol City as well, talking uh, about Thomas Frank's first game in charge. And we're looking ahead to a big one tomorrow. Preston and North End uh, are the hosts as, uh, as Brentford head up to... Uh, it's Lancashire, isn't it? Mm. The Deep Lancashire, the Deep Dale. Deep Dale. Deep Dale. We'll have your scores next on Last Walk. The Fans Show with 7bestbets.com. From casinos to horses, we've got it covered.
at 7bestbets.com. Love Sports, official betting partner. From Ali to Zaha, we've got it covered. Love Sport Radio. This is Lionel, another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesman said.com. I'm Lionel from Peacehaven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me £484 on my energy and I would recommend everybody does the same. A spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit Gamblerware for more details. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We Do Taxi Tops. Visit wedoh.com. We Do, the smarter, quicker way of advertising in London, supporting London businesses of all sizes. You love your sport, but it can be a pain organising it. Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team, and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. This is Love Sport. The Fans Show with 7 Best Bets. The official bookmaker of Love Sport. Yeah, plenty of games, plenty of goals flying in, uh, in and around the country. Let's uh, let's start Sheffield United. Sheffield United one, Stoke City nil. Leon Clark with the goals. Milton Keynes two, Notts County one. Birmingham two, Reading nil. Lucas Jukovic with the goal for Birmingham City. Norwich two, Villa one is a score we brought you earlier. Luton four, Accrington Stanley uh, two, I believe it is. Or is it no, it's one. Luton four, Accrington Stanley one. Charlton one, Oxford United one. Oldham one, Cheltenham Town nil. John Jonathan Benteke on the score sheet for Oldham. I think Palace might have signed the wrong brother. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> elsewhere, Bradford 1, Coventry 4, Hoffenheim 2, Leon 2 in the Champions League, Wickham 3, Rochdale 0, Plymouth 3, Gillingham 0, Crawley 1, Exeter 1, Plymouth Argyle. Uh, in fact, Luke O'Neill has grabbed one back for Gillingham. Plymouth 3, Gillingham 1, Southend 2, Walsall 0. Get this, QPR 3, Sheffield Wednesday 0. Naki Wells with the goal for, for Rangers and it was an absolutely brilliant finish some really good work from Rangers in the midfield 
and a quality finish from Naki was Bradford 2 uh, Coventry City 4 and uh, Anthony O'Connor has grabbed one back for Bradford City Manchester City have just grabbed a third in Europe still Manchester United 0 Juventus 1 at Old Trafford Chaps let's get back to it let's get back to the uh, the Brentford debate and talk about the captaincy talk about leadership on the field because everyone talks about leadership everyone talks about the, the need for sort of generals in the dressing room generals on the field who is Brentford's captain who's Brentford's club captain who's Brentford's team captain because these roles have sort of split haven't they over the past few years well they've been rotating it haven't they in the last few well this season is it yeah just this season? season yeah yeah no no, no I knew it wasn't last season but I don't know if it was from the first game but I know they, they came out and they were kind of lambasted a little bit they were like they were ribbed for it um, there's obviously some the, the captains that we've had have been better than others Barbe was captain on, on Saturday no, no Sawyer's. it was Sawyer's, Sawyer's. Okay. it was the second time this season for Sawyer's I was just sort of yeah. Barbe so, but um, yeah I, I just don't I'm not sure about this rotation I, I, I kind of understand the, the theory behind it I, I just think you need you need one general or, or, the, or the most or I think if you're going to do it the way they're doing it that's fine but is anyone telling these the younger lads especially what is involved and what's expected because you know it's one thing going out and just oh I've got the armband on and feeling great but it's everything it's it's managing the game as well you know when you see one of your players not putting it in you need something more out of him that he gets a, a rollick in when the referee gives as we've had and we've seen there's also that sort of managing the referee issue as well I don't think we're doing particularly well you know we're seeing sort of teams come in time wasting we need one of our players to just ref you know can we get a grip on this get a, you know there's also managing your players against the referee I mean we've talked about the fact that we've had um was it at least a couple of games in Griffin Park where there's been seven, eight, what, nine minutes of extra time added on? I, I think it might be five on Saturday, but there's actually not been very many injuries, and a lot of it's down to kind of the the, the ruckus and the, the arguments that are happening. And we, Brentford have been sort of involved in quite a few ruckus and arguments, and in one way you sort of think that's good because we're not letting anyone sort of bully us, but on the flip side of it, sometimes we're looking at it and thinking, are we getting out of hand because we're focusing too much on rucking and arguing and not on the game? And, you know, on Saturday, we we. we we let in a goal again in the in the 88th minute. You know how many goals have we let in very very late in the game? Are we kind of getting our focus off what we should be doing, which is actually playing football and 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 and, and worrying too much about you know do, just just getting get, get, getting reeled in to arguments with the opposition and they know that they can reel us in now. Um, I think the Liberal Nick said it on one of the Besotted um, podcasts, which is on Besotted.com by the way. You can check them all out. But uh, the the Liberal Nick talked about it and just said you know the the away the, the opposition team knows too well now that they can wind us up and initially it was Malpay but now it's other players as well which you can, you know, gets wound in and it's getting us into trouble we've had you know we had the red card with Mepham the other day which wasn't which wasn't um, that scenario we've had Malpay's had a red card earlier on for a different situation you know we've, we, we've had quite a few yellow cards recently and it's kind of like the captain should be the person who's looking at the team and saying Hold on a second, lads. We need to we need to reel this back a little bit. You step back and you know actually be really vocal on the pitch. And you know maybe some people are, are better at doing that than others. I mean we're not on the training pitch, so we don't know. And I don't know whether or not this this rotation system that we that we've done. And again, 
know if this rotation system has happened maybe because beforehand we you know we had oh yeah okay Harley Dean's going to be captain you're going to be captain or Bidwell's going to be captain but this year they, they weren't sure and they thought let me just try a few people to see who's actually going to be best for this maybe because they, they weren't sure if anybody actually stuck out possibly, possibly but you know the, the 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 reason that they they you know they 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 gave was that they wanted a team full of, full of leaders not not having one leader and the rest kind of but like is it hiding. is it always important to have that one man on the pitch who's who's leading the way you know i i'm sure you know a few years ago there was a bit of chat about you know back chat to referees and players sort of you know talking back to refs and stuff like that and it was like the designated captain is the only one who's allowed to go and and speak to the referee i think that's kind of gone out the so, window so now. Ben. i think it probably doesn't when you're winning every week is it it's when you when you when you stop winning, you're kind of looking for the one player, the most inspirational one. I think at the beginning of the season, we we all kind of went, okay, well, it didn't really matter because we were, you know, the, the results were going our way. It's like when you've stopped winning, you're thinking, actually, was Sawyer's really the right person to have as, as captain? You know, I, I I'm not saying he wasn't, but I'm just saying it's. I, I think that you need to know that you're captain for the next game and the, and probably the one after. So the other players, they know where where they're looking for the instructions. In, in their inspiration. Are, are we thinking that, you know, if, if maybe, you know, obviously, you know, we know that Bournemouth have come in for Mepham, you know, with a bid for Mepham, you know, would giving him the club captaincy kind of thing be, be something that, you know, may keep him at Griffin Park for a bit longer? Possibly. Yeah, it might, it might, it might be, it might influence him. I, I doubt it. It might up the price a bit. I wonder with the captaincy role, whether the sort of players that you think might do it uh, over the course of the season, whether they would start the season in the team but not finish it. So, Dalsgaard is one. You kind of think with Odebarge who comes back, he could lose his place. You know, I know Soyes is in there, but last season it was the same with sort of Egan, but then Egan wasn't, he was getting dropped by the end of it for, for Mepham. So, it's whether that was sort of part of the thinking of the, the coaches is to not to name one, and then it's less pressure when he's. Yeah, has to leave him out the team. There's no real older statesman, is there? No, I mean, you know, there was no. the last proper captain. Year, I, th- I mean, sure. Harley Dean did okay, but the last proper captain I think we've had really a real kind of shirt chest thumper was Jonathan Douglas. Oh, Jonathan Douglas as well. Four or yeah. five years ago, isn't mm, it? certainly. Uh, right, Millwall have grabbed a second at home to uh, to Wigan Athletic. Steve Morrison with the goal for the Lions. The question is, can they hang on for an all important victory? They're into injury time at Carrow Road. Norwich two, Aston Villa one. Uh, Sheffield United one, Stoke one. Joe Allen with a long range free kick for Stoke, and he's grabbed an equaliser there. Swansea three, Blackburn one. Blackburn, of course, took the lead initially on the night, but Bersantino has put them three goals up. Let's go for a short pause. On the back of this, we are going to bring you the opposition view. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. Well, Salzburg, most people would remember that as synonymous with Mozart, but their, their side have been... Well, I was You say most people, Brian. Everybody. 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 <laughs> but, all but Celtic... Not in Glasgow, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> no, I assume all Celtic fans are sort of taking an extra couple of days to go and see the sites, you know, all the Mozart museums. I'm things. glad you made that stereotype, Michael. Yeah. If I did, I'd get yeah. shocked. The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, oh, we're always listening to Mozart. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Brian Mall Show with the Pitbull. And James Greyhound Grey. Join the pack weekdays from 3 pm on Love Sport. We've all got one, and we're not afraid to put it on display. 
Our opinions, that is. Share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. The odds with seven best bets. Please gamble responsibly. Hi, it's Liam from 7bestbets.com. Wednesday's Champions League fixtures. Spurs to beat PSV in a must-win for the North London Club. Barca to beat Inter. Liverpool to beat Red Star Belgrade. Paris Saint-Germain to beat Napoli. A tenner on the fourfold nets you £46.94. Those are the odds with 7bestbets.com. The odds with seven best bets. Please gamble responsibly. Love Sport, 558am. The Fans Show with 7bestbets.com. From casinos to horses, we've got it covered. 7bestbets.com. Love Sports, official betting partner. Goal in the championship. Reading have grabbed one back. It's at the death of Birmingham. Yaku Mate with the goal. Game on at St. Andrews. Manchester United have just hit the post against Juventus through Paul Pogba. Uh, Victoria Pilsen have got one back uh, against Real Madrid at the Bernabeu. Peterborough 1. Fleetwood Town nil. Chaps, tomorrow night... Uh, Brentford, of course, feature heavily on uh, well, on Sky, as do all the other championship teams, if you like. You know, uh, Sky have brought out this new red button service, which enables fans to sit down and enjoy their team's game uh, during the midweek, well, the midweek fixtures uh, from the comfort of their living room. What do you make of it? Uh, interesting. There's a bit of debate actually has gone on and beside website again, besotted.com. If you check it, David Anderson, Matt's the Swedish B, and there's a comment from Besotted there as well, which uh, they discuss the red button. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Is it something that we have to just live with? Because you know, TV has got you know such a big hold on sports and football, and we have to work out a way where everyone can you know work together with the red button. Um, there was a report that came out a few weeks ago which said it was a quite an unscientific report saying in the first three matches it shows that the red button has shown that the the the, the, the attendances are down by 8.8%, um, but obviously we need to see it over a bigger period of time. Um, but then that sparked a bit of a debate where people are saying, well, naturally, you know, I'm not being funny, but, you know, if it's on the red button and uh, I was going to travel up to even Aston Villa from London or even up to Preston or Blackburn, I'm probably going to go. I'm probably not going to go because and that might mean that there's, an, that there's, there's 100 fans less or 200 fans or 300 fans less. So it's, it's definitely going to have an impact. How the TV companies and or, or particularly the clubs look they're saying how much additional income are we getting from this TV income which actually subsidises the fact that fans are not going to be there and that's kind of where their, their argument was coming from our argument was coming from listen we understand that and we understand you need to get income in but also are we not taken away from where the game is at and also if you start to lose players after uh, fans after a time um, do fans start getting out of the habit of going to games and also if you start to go into grounds which have got terrible atmospheres the atmosphere is really bad that's actually not good for the fans it's not good for the clubs and it's not good for the tv either there's there's also a real concern that you know with the advent of more and more technology and the more and more cameras and the ability to be able to decide what you want to watch almost you know literally on demand um i know know you've got you're paying your 70 odd pound a month for your sky subscription um for those that don't subscribe subscribe to sky then there's you know you have 
haven't got this facility. However, the, that makes the last kind of sacred slot the three o'clock on a Saturday, and we're we're concerned that it's only it's a slow slow creep. And once 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 that goes, really, then the, we become a bit of a rare breed, us match goers. It's, it's amazing though. You know, I sit down and have conversations with people all the time who, who sit and and they talk about. Um, they talk about how it's a positive that all these games are being shown on TV. I don't think it is. There's nothing like, you know, going to a game on a Saturday. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm going to get a bit sort of misty-eyed and, and nostalgic here, but, you know, taking your kids to games is, is such a big thing. I mean, I, I was at Derby the other day and, and in front of me, there was a father, a son and a grandfather and I was just looking at it and they were like sharing the little sweets and I thought, you know, that's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. You know, Derby fans just sitting there enjoying themselves, you know, and you see generations of fans there, but we're just being wiped out by this digital age. And I, th- I think once, once you sort of get away from the absolute huge big game on a Sunday where everyone wants to watch you know your Chelsea Liverpool's your men mm. once you're showing you know we you're showing Swindon Cambridge or you're showing Swansea Blackburn no no one that's not a Swansea fan or a Blackburn fan wants to watch that game so you you, you by the very nature of showing it you're really only targeting the fans of those both both those clubs but, I mean, what, I'll, what I'll say is though it, it, just take a scenario and I'm not defending it at all but the the, the, the scenario that you have to look at is that if, and say for example, TV said, well, we're going to stream all the games, and on, in the article that we've written, like I said to you, the Swedish guy Mats has said that in Sweden, they start to stream all the games, three o'clock, all the games, every single game they stream them, and actually, he said it's not had a negative effect, it's actually, it's actually helped the football, because people actually are at the games, they want to be there. Now, if if all of a sudden the stadium were full in the UK when they, were, when they were doing this, if there were more people in there and there were great vibe and everything like that, people would knock it. And I think this is the fear that people have. It's kind of like all of a sudden you're sort of sanitising our game because you're taking people away. But if all of a sudden clubs and TV companies were like that, turn around and say, how can we actually do this by also getting people into the game and the one thing that we suggested on there is a pricing thing. You know, if, if the price was, call it a fiver, we want to put the game on TV. You're getting loads of money coming from TV. Just make it five. So make sure those stadiums are full. That could work. I want to raise a quick, quick, a quick point because we've got Ben, the Preston fan, on the line, uh, ready to go for the opposition view. But are clubs helping themselves? Because, you know, there's plenty of football club chairmen who have come out and gone that, you know, match day revenue in terms of tickets sold and whatnot doesn't actually affect things as much as it used to. And... Obviously, this I follow deal, you know, where where you that's got in the Premier League, though. The, but but of course, you know, it spreads down to the Championship. There's money in the Championship now. Let's be fair, yeah. you know, this I follow deal. I find maybe is the clubs not shooting themselves in the foot, but gearing up for that element of things themselves because they're bringing the I follow into it. They're giving you the opportunity to sit at home and watch it or stream it on your iPad or your your Mac or your computer, whatever it is. So they're openly doing it themselves and and they're bringing it in 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 themselves and you're not offering people what is it subscription you can pay a tenner a game and something like that and watch it at home you know I, I just don't think the match day revenue is 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 impacting people as much as it is I mean if you look at it you know I like to read up on economics of football again clubs even in the championship you know at the top ends of the championship you know and I'd, I'd, I'd probably add Brentford into it as well you know you're hoping for people to come and spend in the club shop you know to bring the kids down them to go I want that shirt I want a pencil case I want that a backpack on this that the other but for you Dave and for you Bill I mean with all due respect how much do you actually spend on the ground how much do you spend on the ground 
I mean, you go there, you probably drink somewhere else. Yeah. Drink in a pub. Get to the ground for what, quarter to three, ten to three. Qu- get in there. Quarter past. Quarter past three. <laughs> there you go, quarter past three. Do you buy a pint at halftime? Yeah, well, I don't. It's yeah. not, we've got a lad who goes down at about uh, 43 minutes past. There you go. So you've got one out of a group of however many. You don't buy a pie. Do you buy a programme? No. There you go. You don't buy a programme because they, all they do is gather gather dust on the shelf. Um, and you, you, your sort of spend at the ground is minimal because you've got your season ticket or whatever it is. You've paid your money already. That's it. You're done. You know, so they're, they're obviously looking at it and thinking, mm, you know, we need tourists effectively. Yeah, but... Go, you know, going back to the fundamentals of it, and Bill's absolutely spot on. We, they they need to be creative how they use this this windfall. But what what they're doing instead of instead of trying to spend you know a lot of effort and getting new new fans in, people that don't already go, these choices make it tempting for those that do go not to. So and the, the irony of this whole thing is that we're actually not going to the game, which we normally do. We love Preston as a away day, a wicked, wicked, wicked mm. away day. Got some really good friends, but instead. We're going to end the pub, and we're going to do a podcast tomorrow in the pub, and we're going to watch it on the red button, and we're going to also um, be chatting to our mate Ben from Preston. We're going to do that after a short pause. Uh, yeah, we'll take a short pause, and we'll be back with the opposition view. This is Love Sport. For the fans, by the fans, Love Sport Radio. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman set, which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple to use app, visit 7bestbets.com As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit Gamblerware for more details. Divorce law proceedings can be frustrating and even seem unfair, especially if you command a high income or you own a business or if you're a man. Men with assets and children depend on their divorce lawyers. It's important to hire a lawyer that has the right skills. Cordell and Cordell works to help men protect their financial assets and the future role they play in their children's lives. Call 0330-6060-161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk. A partner men can count. 1.7 seconds. It's over in a flash. This is the average view time of a video ad on a mobile device. Money worth spent, don't you think? Mark Pritchard, chief brand officer of Procter & Gamble, the world's biggest advertiser, has said that digital ads are annoying people with too much frequency. So, digital media, stick your algorithms up your... Anyway, radio is different. The average listener tunes in for over 21 hours every week. Your potential customers are listening right now. Grow your business with Love Sport Radio. Love Sport, 558 AM. The Fans Show with 7bestbets.com. Fancy a flutter? 7bestbets.com. Love Sport's official bookmaker. The Opposition View on Love Sport. 
Wimbledon have been beaten tonight and I've just received a message saying all signs and reports from Bristol this evening suggest changes in the management team are imminent. So we could have an announcement on this show that Neil Lardley has potentially left his position as Wimbledon manager. If we do get it, we'll bring it to you first. Not to worry, but first we're going to bring the opposition view. We've got Ben on. He is a Preston North End fan. How are you, Ben? I'm very good, mate. Yeah, I'm good. Good to uh, chat with you boys once again. No, thank you for coming on, pal. What do you make, firstly, of this debate that we have? And just before we brought you on, apologies for keeping you hanging on for so long. But no, this I... whole red button thing, you know, talking yeah. about revenues, talking about fans opting to sit at home, armchair fans, uh, well, people becoming armchair fans, if you like, you know, yeah. investing in a nice sofa rather than in their season ticket and the cold, hard plastic of a stadium. What do you make of it? Um, it's a difficult one. I, uh, I wasn't really aware of this. I was aware of the iFollow initiative at the beginning of the season where people could uh, pay a subscription to potentially watch games on a Tuesday and Wednesday night in midweek and abroad and potentially stream them on a Saturday uh, when they were abroad. But the first I kind of knew about this red button thing with Sky was we, we played away at Norwich earlier on in the season and um, a pal of mine came up to me and said, are you watching the game tonight? And I said, no, we're, we're away. We, I, I don't really want to pay for it to watch it. Oh, oh no, you can watch it on the red button. Um, and so I did. And it just got me thinking a little bit, really, um, how this is going to... It's, it's a bit of a creep, creep, creep. Is it going to creep into Saturdays? And how the old financing... I mean, I, while I was waiting, I was listening to you, you and Dave having that little debate. And it does, it does worry me slightly. I mean, for example, we play yourselves tomorrow. Um, there's a 200-mile gap between ourselves. And with that type of arrangement, it's not going to really encourage Brentford fans to, to come up and watch their team, even if you, know, you are, you know, even if you were doing well, and you are doing well, you're doing better than what we are, um, to come and watch because you can put the red button on and you can watch it through that medium. And it, it just got me thinking. I mean, we played Aston Villa a couple of weeks ago and it, Although we're not doing so well, and that can affect attendances as it does if you're not doing so well away support, sometimes it can. Um, I wasn't working that day, and I have to admit, um, because I knew it was going to be on the red button, it did affect my choice, and I decided to go and watch it somewhere else. Um, so it is, it is impacting um, on how we watch football. It's undoubtely going to affect the future, I think. Hi, it's, it's Dave here. Um, and Hi, Dave. Hello, mate. Um, but it's, it's it's the home games as well. So you, you know, you, it's not just the away games. I know you. You know, we, none of us, any of us speaking tonight, wouldn't really miss a home game. Um, but that's 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 the option. You, you haven't got to go to home games either on the midweek. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that is a, that is another option which I think is is going to. I mean, sport like ourselves. I mean, we we're in the northwest. We've got a lot of clubs who you know are doing quite well around. There's a lot of Premier League clubs. And it is a struggle to attract people um, to come come and watch the team. Um, and all this is going to do, I think, potentially, is, I mean, I listened to, to yourself talking just before, it will it will undoubtedly affect attendances. I mean, the Champions League and TV uh, football during the week has affected it over the last 20 years anyway. Um, but this is only going to really decrease. I mean, why bother paying potentially 20 quid when you can watch it on Sky Sports you know alright you're paying a subscription but over a month you can watch it and there's no real need for you to attend the game I mean I, I, I mean, you, 
I was just going to say, you know, obviously a lot of people, when they talk about the Premier League and the division to form the Premier League, talk about the influence of Sky and, and how, you know, it brought sort of football into a whole new dimension, if you like. But, you know, was divided, divisive for others. Are we looking at a Premier League B forming because of Sky? Um... I know the Leeds chairman, he, he, he was quite vocal about wanting to go down that, that route because he obviously sees the finances involved and the fact that his team are on Sky quite a lot and the, he doesn't see they're getting the financial reward for that. Um, potentially, because you've, you've got Premier League clubs now, I mean, they're potentially getting more income from abroad for their rights than they would do for the UK rights. And there is a danger that they probably feel that if they get relegated, how is that going to affect their finances? And if they can kind of um, soften the blow as it was, that might it might appeal. I, I don't know. To be, I'm not, not really sure, but I can, I can see why some would mute it. So, so Ben, Billy here, mate, how you doing? How are you doing, Bill? Yeah, listen, gutted, mate. You know, the first season that we haven't been up there, you know, we normally have our big, big jolly up every time we meet you. And uh, we, yeah. we, we were going to come up anyway, to be honest with you. But, that, yeah. but it's just, it was just very close. And in the end, we decided not to. But the question I asked you, listen, Preston, it's, it's been a yeah. bit of a nightmare for you so far this season. What's gone wrong? Uh, well, I'm just looking at Sky Sports News now. We're back in the relegation zone. Um, it's a combination of things, really. We sold our centre forward in January, which was well noted to West Ham. Um, we sold our left back to Cardiff, uh, raised sales of £40 million, uh, and it's not really been reinvested in player transfers. Some of it's been reinvested in contracts for players who perhaps shouldn't have had their contracts renewed. Um, we've got to a state where um, the manager's not really known his best team, and he's chopped and changed a bit, and it's all gone a bit, a bit wrong. That said, the last three games are unbeaten, and perhaps we potentially started to turn the corner a little bit but it's going to be a struggle this season because um, we've we've, we've no real physical presence up front and it shows unfortunately and you talked about your manager I mean Alex Neil obviously he was at Norwich before he did very well there then he left Norwich he came up to you and you were very happy with him and then I've noticed there's a little bit of a kind of um, not quite sure about the Alex Neil thing going on in, in Preston is that right? Yeah, it's fair to say that he's, he, he's, he's got mixed opinions at the moment. Um, primarily through results, as you know, it's a results business. If you're down at the bottom of the table, people don't look at the manager. I think I think what's been frustrating is he's he's chopped and changed a little bit. And when we had a result in Leeds at the League Cup, where he played a, a pretty young side and they won two 0 um, and their manager commented on how good we were on the night, even though we had ten men. And then the next game, he kind of went back to experienced players and we it just didn't work and it, it wasn't going to work. And it's, it's been a bit frustrating. You know, it's, he, he's chopping and changing and I'm, he's not quite sure whether we know what his best side is. He's chopped his goalkeepers around, his centre-halves. Um, and that's inconsistency and that, that's what's developed with the results where we've been near the bottom. Do you think there's an appetite for a change of manager? Because you know how ruthless um, it is in this, uh, in this league. I think, um, I think within some support there probably is because we're near the bottom and obviously we don't want to get relegated. Um, I suspect that because we did quite well last year, there was a little bit of loyalty as well towards the manager and certainly from the people running the club. Um, I can't see them um, dis- you know, disposing of Alex's services at all. Not at all. I just can't see it happening. They've been mm. quite vocal at fans for him a few weeks ago that they they weren't going to pursue that line. So, how, so how, 
So Ben, so Ben, just listen, just. 25 goals conceded, right? Preston, 25 yeah. goals conceded. And yeah. like I said to you, you've got Brentford coming down. We haven't won away from home. Yeah. What do you reckon? Um, uh, difficult, to, difficult to say. It depends what Preston team turns up. If it's the team that turns up um, that beat Wigan 4-0, then we'll give, you, we'll give you a good game. And hopefully we'll get some points out of it. Um, but if it's uh, a team that's turned up against the likes of uh, Reading at home and some of the other performances, then I don't know. It's it, we're, we're struggling to be honest. Though having said that, like I said earlier, the last three games have been encouraging. We we, thought we should have won at Aston Villa. I mean, that was just a chaos in the last five minutes, and we beat Wigan and we drew at Hull, albeit slightly fortuitous so it's three games unbeaten and we've just got to try and start picking points up how do you see it going Ben we're really tight for time I do apologise but how do you see this yeah, going yeah um, uh, well there'll be goals because we can't defend so I'll go 2-2 uh, Brilliant stuff, Ben. Um, very, 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 very quick. Been an exciting game on the red button tomorrow night, then. It will be indeed. Uh, ben, apologies again. We're really, 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 really running late for time, but thank you very much uh, for joining Cheers, us. Um, I've got to run you through uh, some full-time scores because Birmingham City have hung on. They've beaten Reading by two goals to one. It's Middlesbrough nil, uh, Rotherham nil. Millwall have beaten Wigan Athletic by two goals to one. Norwich two, Villa one. QPR three, Sheffield Wednesday nil. Sheffield United one, Stoke one, Swansea three, Blackburn one. From our London teams in League One, Charlton one, Oxford one, and uh, well Wimbledon were beaten 2-0 at Bristol Rovers and the reports we're getting this evening are that Neil Ardley walked off the pitch in tears went over to the fans walked off the pitch in tears uh, did a bit of a lap very very sad to see you know from, yes. from an absolute club legend a man who's, who, who took Wimbledon up uh, into, into League One um, and, and, and has solidified their place in the Football League but that's what we're hearing tonight um, that Neil Ardley may be on the way out of Wimbledon of course uh, Brentford making the trip up to Preston tomorrow chaps how do we see it going? A win. 2-1 Brentford. 2-0 Brentford. 2-0 Brentford. Do you know what? I'll go 2-0 Brentford. I think that's a, that's a good one. Thomas Frank is going to get his first win in charge of Brentford. By the way, in the Champions League tonight, finished at Old Trafford. Manchester United 0. Juventus 1. Oh Cristiano Ronaldo uh, celebrating quite vociferously at the end with his teammates. It finished Shakhtar 0. Man City 3 as well. We'll be back tomorrow night from 7 where we talk all things Arsenal and Fulham. Where do we find this podcast, Bill? Besotted.com. Well, what else do we find on there? Prideofwest.london and also go to Twitter, just go to YouTube, go everywhere. At Besotted. We're all over the place. At Besotted. At Besotted on Twitter. If you're going to Preston tomorrow, have a good one, have yeah. a safe one. Be safe, yeah. yeah. Enjoy yourselves. These chaps are going to be in the pub uh, watching it on the red button. A rare, a rare sign. Hi- hiring a sofa. One or two lovely points of pride. One or two, one or two, just one or two. Yes. Maybe, maybe four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. It's your Brentford show on Love Sport Radio, available, of course, every Monday. We switched it around uh, to Tuesday this time. Uh, it's available on demand via lovesportradio.com. Tomorrow, once again, we're back we're talking all things Arsenal and Fulham. Cheers, bud. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.